Talking with Topher is sponsored by SlowdownClothing.BigCartel.com, New Hampshire Vape Gallery, and NaturalBossNH.com. More on that later. Let's get in episode 100. Talking with Topher. What is happening, TWT fans? It is so good to be back. And I want to start out with saying good morning, good afternoon, hello. It's Thursday for you, but right now I am recording on the last day of February. That's right, February 28th, about 3 o'clock in the afternoon, and it is still 2022. Oh man, it was a it it's cold here, but the sun is shining and I'm enjoying it. Um real quick, I'm gonna break away from Mike before I get started so you can all see this shirt. I'm gonna talk more about that in just a moment because I want to start the podcast off the way I always do by saying thank you. Thank you to all of you who subscribe, watch, comment, share, rate, review. All of it. I greatly appreciate you. All my subscribers out there, you are the reason I come back week after week, so thank you. Um, If you're new to the podcast, remember to subscribe. That's right. If you're just stopping by, you're checking it out, you're listening, you're watching, hit that subscribe button. It's the one thing I ask everybody to do. It's the most important thing to me, and it means almost nothing to you. So go ahead and click, smash, lick, or just tap that like button all right um if you want to follow me i'm on social media instagram twitter snapchat tiktok and facebook that's right instagram twitter snapchat tiktok and facebook go follow i appreciate it and of course if you want to get more involved with the podcast and you want to get an opportunity to get this shirt yes well tell me your story Put slow down in the subject line and send that on over to T-A-L-K-I-N with Topher at gmail.com. That's talking with Topher at gmail.com. And now with all that out of the way, let's get into episode 100. Yes, we're here. I'm here. I'm so excited. Um, I can't believe it's already 100 episodes. And I also can't believe it took so long to get here. It's crazy. Um, when you're actually in the middle of doing all of this, putting it together day, uh, week after week, um, building it up, changing pictures, uh, getting guests on, you know, just having the whole thing evolve, um, become bigger and better and just all, all around picture quality, sound quality, all the work that I've put into this thing for two years now, actually, I think one episode 104 will be exactly two years because I do 52 episodes a year. Um, no breaks for me. I've noticed that most podcasts do 50 episodes a year and they take two weeks off, but I'm not where they are, so I don't feel like I can do that. Got to keep this thing going week after week. I feel like it keeps me sharp. Um, it definitely helps with my vocabulary. And it definitely helps with my camera presence. So I am just going to keep digging in and doing 52 episodes a year um, for here until, you know, I finally get to a point where I'm comfortable and then maybe I'll go down to 50. 
but it's episode 100. This is just amazing, and I have all of you out there to thank for this because uh, if, you, if it wasn't for all my subscribers, I wouldn't be coming back week after week, and I wouldn't have done all this hard work to bring the podcast to where it is today. Um, but that it, it just gets me so excited to talk about it. Um, let's see. We'll do some weekly roundup stuff here. Um, last week, jujitsu was amazing. We had some great strenuous classes, uh, some good work, things that I'm not comfortable with attacking. Uh, I got, I, I'm pretty good on my defense. I, I, I get out of a lot of stuff that people are pretty surprised about. Um, but that's because I, I've always pictured myself in a fight and having to defend and get away because I'm always the smaller person, which is why I never pick a fight with anybody um, because I'm usually always the smaller person. Um, but I do have to say that uh, knowing uh, jujitsu and um, uh, getting better at the skill um, definitely gives me confidence where if conflict was to arise, I would not back down from it or, uh, you know, become scared uh, I would actually, you know, be able to hopefully stay calm um, and, you know, diffuse or get away from the situation, which is so much nicer than sitting there being worried. What's going to happen? Uh, uh. It's like I know what happens when someone grabs me. I, 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 I mean, I don't know how many black eyes I've had from jujitsu, from someone's knee, a slip of a hand, slip of a foot. So, I mean, I, I definitely feel like I could take a you know, a punch, probably not a really good punch, but I think I could take one, you know, and I, I, I definitely would not be um, uh, against, um, you know, actually getting into a fight now. Uh, you, you, ta you go six years back, and I would mouth off to the wrong person, and I'd be one of those people that'd be like, that, that gets spoken about or spoken to, and, you know, people look at you, and they're like, you know, you you're going to get it one of these days. You're going to get, you're going to say that to the wrong person and they're going to pop you in the face and you're going to deserve it. And I was, I was definitely one of those people, but not online in public. So even more dangerous, um, because the, I'm doing it to a person in front of me, um, not to a person behind a screen. So, uh, they would actually get the, uh, opportunity to punch me in the face, but it's going great. I'm having so much fun and, you know, having to, uh, work on my attacks uh, makes it so that, you know, I have to attack. You know, I, I don't have time to defend. I got to get in there. I got to get something in. I got to lock it down. And uh, my technique's got to be on point. And it really gets you to a place where you're like, oh, I, I missed a step, which is why I didn't get this. So um, I've noticed that that is helping with my attacking skills. And, uh, you know, a little bit less on the defense side. Uh, it, you know, going to Plastow every Thursday is just amazing. I can't talk about these people, uh, highly enough. Um, I do have, uh, another guest that I am, uh, in the middle of talking to and hopefully going to lock something down for March. I gotta, uh, uh, do my due diligence. I've got a date. I gotta send them the message. And once, uh, if they agree, 
then it's on like Donkey Kong. Yeah, I'm excited. So this will be uh, guest number three for March. Um, I'm, I'm, I don't know why, but I start to think ahead, and I know I shouldn't, but I'm already feeling nervous because uh, I don't know who I'm going to have on in April. But that's not the problem, is it? We're not even in March yet. It's still the end of February. Do you see how my brain works? And this works against me. Because I'm like, I got to get a hood. And it's like, no, no, no. Stay where you are. Work on what you're working on. And once you get this part done, let's worry about the next step later. Not now, later, right? So I do this all the time, and I do it with everything. And then, uh, you know, over the weekend, of course, uh, I go to work uh, Thursday after jujitsu, and I am now talking to the owner. We're going through a few things, and he's like, dude, I don't know what's going to happen with this snowstorm, but just uh, use your best judgment. I'm like, okay, yeah, no problem. I don't think it's going to be that bad. I thought it was supposed to start in the afternoon, and uh, lo and behold, everything shifted uh, by the time... Uh, uh, I looked at the news again, and it was like, nope, it's going to start at 3 o'clock in the morning, um, and then it's going to go until, like, what? It, I think they said, like, 4 o'clock in the afternoon, 5 o'clock, something like that. So it was, like, 12, 13 hours of snow. I was like, Jesus Christ, really? I was like, well, hopefully it won't be that bad. And then the amount of snow we were supposed to get kept going up. I was like, okay, okay. So I wake up Friday morning, 6 o'clock. I'm out the door starting to shovel at 7.30. I get back in the house around uh, 10.30, and then I get out of the house around, no, it was uh, 11.30. It was 11.30. I apologize. Um, And then I get out of the house at noon, right, and drive an hour to the shop. Crazy snow. I think I put it on my Instagram. I don't think I put it on my shorts, which I can move it over there. Um, if you if you enjoy watching some of the shorts, I've only done one so far. I got to do some more of those. I got a lot of work I want to get done um, in the middle of doing everything else. So I'm working on it. This is a, a slow progress, you know, but it is progressing. So it's it's a good thing. Um, but yeah, more shorts. But if you didn't see it on Instagram. <clears throat> you could only see where the car in front of me or the couple cars that uh, drove before me made a line, the two two tire marks, and then, you know, it's just drive safe. Uh, it was it was crazy getting up there. Uh, then I get up there, I do uh, what? At 1, I shovel until 2, I eat food, um, waiting for customers. I figure, hell, I'll go in the shop and vacuum. Right, might as well vacuum from yesterday, uh, or, or or from Thursday, I should say, and then um, and, and then I vacuum. Nobody, I mean, ghost town. Three three hours, three and a half hours go by. Nobody. I was like, okay, all right. I I text him. I say, hey, bro, uh, smoke rings didn't open. Uh, this place is a ghost town. I'm getting out of here. I'm getting out of here. You know what I mean? I got snow at home. Uh, I'll be irritated. Do you ever, like, I got to a point where I started uh, feeling negative about people showing up because of how unsafe it was to get to where you needed to go that day. And if I saw a car, I felt like I was going to be irritated at that person for even 
getting out of their like getting out of their house and just coming to a vape shop was completely and absolutely unnecessary on Friday. And I was like, all right, well, if I'm going to feel this way towards every customer that walks through the door, because all I'm thinking about is going home, shoveling, getting the driveway clean, you know, normal shit. When it's snowing, you want you don't want to drive all over your driveway. You want to clean this stuff up. It's a pain in the ass. But that's what I want to do. So I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm going to go home. Um, been here, you know, three and a half hours, and uh, I got no customers. So <clears throat> I didn't even open. I just closed the door, locked it, um, shoveled one last time, got in my car, and got the hell out of there. Uh, went home, took another hour to get home, about an hour and ten, because uh, the snow was worse. The highways were even worse. Um, they were trying. They were trying their best. And, I mean, in the middle of a 12 to 13, maybe 14-hour snowstorm, can you really expect it to be that clean? Um, but they were doing a good job. They were keeping up with it. And then, um, you know, I get home, and I get home around 4.30, and I do not get into my house until 6.30 after the driveway is clean. And now I'm in the house. I go out one more time at 11. Because it finally stopped, stopped. And then I get up, I go to work, right? Saturday morning, I'm excited because I'm actually going to be able to do work today. Get up to the shop, I think it was like 45 minutes, maybe a half an hour of shoveling. Not bad, I was super pumped about that. Um, Got everything dug out and cleaned up, got everything open. And by the time 9th, No, by the time 10.30 rolled around, I was the only spot in our entire, uh, I guess, uh, little store, strip mall thing, you call it, Um, uh, uh, in the whole parking lot. I was the only one that had pavement in front of their steps. My steps were clear. The salt did its job. I had a whole walkway to the back. I I had salted all the way to my car, everything was melted and clean and like nothing else was done except for our shop and it just made me happy. I even turned on my cameras and looked at my house and I was like, "Yay, I have a clean uh I have a clean deck. I have a clean driveway. Everything's clean. No no snow anywhere. The salt did all the work for me. The sun helped and I was just like, "Now I feel rewarded." For all the hard work that that was. All that, uh, I mean, I felt like my shoulder was going to blow out when I was still at the shop on uh, Friday. So, it was super rewarding to look at the cameras and see everything cleaned up. And, of course, you know, I get to go home, have a regular Saturday night, uh, which is always amazing. Uh, You know, uh, one of my favorite podcasts, King and Sting. Unfortunately, they're... they're going to Patreon two episodes a week. I'm not big on the Patreon episodes personally. Um, I'm not going to do it. If I had money, I'd do it. But I'm, I can't and I won't uh, right now. It doesn't fit into my financial life. But then Sunday we had to go to uh, her dad's. So got to get up early. I think I was up at like 536. Shopping, take care of the dogs, do all this shit. Um, then I get home, we got to get cleaned up. She's going tanning and then we got to shoot to Drake it because it's her dad's 65th birthday. 
And I was pumped because, you know, like I say every time, the food is amazing. And, and, and I take my pills before I go there so I can eat whatever the hell I want because there is nothing that he makes that is, like, good for you. It's good, but it's not, like, good for you. So, I mean, I had some fried dough. Oh, my God, this fried dough, if I could remember, Sealy's. Cecilie's, CC's, something like that. I don't know. He kept saying the name, and I can't remember it. And uh, it was it was so, so good. And then they had, like, you know, double chocolate cake, and there was uh, Italian calzones and sausage calzones, calzones. And then you had, like, little, uh, uh, was it kibasa? Yeah, kibasa and pineapple with a sweet sauce. And then they made homemade uh, homemade pizza. Oh my God. Just in heaven eating so much. Um, eat, uh, just pigging out. I was just into it. Um, and, um, so we had a great time there. Uh, we, my wife, uh, mentioned something about wanting to get out of there a little bit earlier, but that didn't happen. And, 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 and that's okay. Uh, but, you know, because her uncle showed up late. Her uncle showed up late, and so I was like, all right, well, we'll stay. We'll stay. Um, I was talking to somebody else at the party, and I'll get a little bit more into that conversation because that ties into um, a segment I have up for later in the podcast. But, um, you know, we started playing, like, uh, categories. I think it was categories. you know, where they, they, they roll a die. It gives you a letter. And then you got all these things that are kind of like questions. And then you have to use the beginning letter and answer each question. And if you say a word that somebody else has already said, you both don't get points. If you say something and nobody else says it, you get a point. And if you do like a double, like say B word, like basketball, that's double points. Um, so it was, it, I like playing that we were sitting down, me and her, were a team, we're playing and, uh, she had been drinking things going on and she was dipping into the alcohol, but I didn't realize how quickly she was because by round five, uh, the words were unlegible and, um, I, I noticed that like they, like she wasn't answering anything anymore. And I'm like, Oh, okay. Like before that. Uh, I think it was round four. Uh, we were on A. She did a whole thing of M. I'm like, I don't know what you did, but yeah, this doesn't this doesn't count. And then the next round, it, it was so illegible and nothing was answered, and it was like you know the 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 first letter and then a second letter. That's how was it. I was like, I don't even know what this is. Um, so I was like, all right, all right, all right, we're we're done. We're going to go home now. You know, I got to get up at five. Um, I got to, she's got to go to work. We got two dogs that need to be taken care of. And I got laundry in the wash that I'm going to, that I want to get out. So I, 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 I pulled the plug on that. Um, Cause I was like, oh, I'm watching her completely diminish. You know, she couldn't find her phone when we got in the car. It turned out to be underneath the seat. Um, and then, so I called it to find it. We found it. And then she brings it in the house, and she's like, uh, why did you call me? When did you call me? And I'm like, what do you mean? I called you while we were in the car driving. You, oh, okay. So 
all kinds of stuff like that. I'm glad I pulled the plug on it. Glad I got her to bed on time um, because that would have been a shit show for today. But it was uh, it was it was an amazing night. And then uh, American Idol's back. Huh? I'm excited. I do not give a fuck. It is so good. And they've already got me on two characters. Total tears. Um, um, uh, just gives me goosebumps talking about it. You know, uh, one of the girls got the, the new platinum ticket. Um, and I don't get into these uh, reality shows. But for some reason, I, I got into American Idol about two years ago. And I just love it. I just love it. Um, so you got this uh, one chick. She's uh, from somewhere. I'm sorry. I don't remember. These are all new names, new people. So I will know them in a couple weeks. But right off the bat from last night, not remembering a thing. But the platinum ticket allows you, uh, whoever wins it, there's going to be one in each city. And I think they said that they're doing three or five cities. So they're seeing multiple people in each city. One out of every group will get the platinum ticket. And when you get the platinum ticket, when you go to Hollywood, you don't have to do uh, the first showdown, I guess. I'm, I'm going to call it that. I don't know what it is. First contest, first whatever. Um, but you get to sit back and do nothing for one solid day. Maybe you can just watch everybody, kind of get an idea, maybe work on your stuff. You know, you get a little bit of extra practice time. So this is brand new uh, to the show in general. And this uh, girl that got it uh, last night, I mean, in fucking credible, her singing. Her singing was amazing. She did uh, this track, and then they were like, uh, I think it was Luke, Luke Bryant, who, who was like, hey, you know what? Uh, you would be able to pull that off if you went up one uh, tone. So she moved the thing that was holding the uh, strings on the guitar. It sits on the arm and it like clamps over the strings. I, I guess that's instead of just holding it with your fingers. Uh, I don't know much about instruments. I'm not, uh, in, uh, I don't deal with instruments. So I don't know much about them. But she took that thing, opened it up, slid it down that half notch or whatever half note, clamped it, started playing that chorus again. And then sung it, and everybody was like, yep, that's it. You got it. Like, just completely changed the way she sounded. It sounded better. Her singing was better. The chorus was better. I was like, what the fuck? Just magical. And the only way to get the platinum ticket is to completely uh, 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 take your, uh, your, your initial interview or whatever that's called, the first step of uh, wanting to get the golden ticket to go to Hollywood when you just blow them away all around everything you do. So she, she did it. Uh, he ended up asking her to play at his, <coughs> excuse me, at his bar. And, uh, they all showed up without her knowing. And then he announced it on stage in his bar, uh, uh, that she got the platinum ticket, and it was just, it was awesome. It was awesome. I was so happy because, like, I've been bugging my wife for weeks. I'm like, is American Idol back? Is American Idol back? And she's like, no, end of the month. And then yesterday we were at her dad's, and I'm like, hey, hey, 
American Idol back? And she's like, yes, it's on tonight. I'm like, yes. So excited. Um, so I'm, I, I was happy about that. Uh, I'm excited that American Idol's back. And I'll probably talk about it from time to time and bring some things up on this show like I did last year. Because I find it to be really fun. I think it's a good show. It's a lot better than most of the reality shows out there. Um, you know, most of those things come on and I just want to, uh, yeah, just, just shut off the TV and walk away cause it's garbage, but I don't know why this one got its hooks into me and I love the show itself. And then that brings me to today, which is Monday. Um, uh, uh, I had to get up at 5 AM because I had a doctor's appointment at 8:30 in Lebanon, New Hampshire. And if you don't know where Lebanon, New Hampshire is, I will tell you it is one hour and 23 minutes away from me here in Manchester. And I will also tell you, just like I told the doctor that I saw today, that uh, I'll never be back. I have a friend who used to, he's not doing it as much anymore, but he still does it from time to time, drives around everywhere for his job. I mean everywhere. And I had to do it for Uber. Don't get me wrong. I did it for six months, and by three and a half to four months in, I fucking hated my life. I hated my life. I wanted to get out of the car. I, I hated it. And I will tell you, I drove up there, and I was like, this is the worst fucking drive ever. You're stuck on 89 on a two-lane highway, which I absolutely hate. Um, because if you get, you, and, and everybody usually does it, they put on the blinker and they just come over. It's like, no, 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 no. You put on the blinker to let me know you're thinking about coming over, but the right thing to do is let me pass. Then you can come out because there's nobody behind me. It just fucking makes me so angry, but it's fine. You're stuck behind them. They finally get out of your way because they have to go you know, just over this speed limit to pass someone. It's like, no, if you're going to come over, it, it, but they don't. They just they just come on over. It's like, I don't understand why you have to do it that way, but it's fine. Please just get, get out of the way. Just get out of the way. I don't get it. I, I get into that fast lane. I pass everybody, and then if I have the opportunity to get over, I get over. And if I need to get back over, I always see if there's somebody else coming, because if they're coming up quick, there's no reason for me to jump out in front of them. Because ten, uh, I mean, uh, uh, nine out of ten times, there's nobody behind that person. Every now and then, you'll get like a group of three cars going the same fucking speed. But most of the time, it's just one person. And you just wait for them to get out of the way, and then you get over, and then you get out of the way. And it just makes life easy, and no one does this. But I, I told the doctor, I was like, I, 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 it took six months to get me up here, and I will never be back. I'm like, no, this is way out of my way. So they found, they're going to find this, somebody that I can see uh, closer to me, and that just might be me. But that brings me back to my friend who, how does he do it? He sits in the car for hours and hours, and he loves driving jobs. And I don't know how he does it because I'm like, oh, I have to drive an hour and 23 minutes to go see a doctor. I hate my life right now. You're talking two hours and 46 minutes round trip. Never mind gas, 
sitting and waiting for the appointment, check in, check. Oh, the Jesus Christ. So I will say I left here at 6.53 in the morning, and I got home at 10.43 uh, this morning. So it was a total of, uh, what, just under, uh, well, 10 minutes. So it was three hours and 50 minutes, you know. And, and here's the best part. I, I don't know if you could just hear that. He could hear it. He took a video of it, still couldn't find it. But here's the best part. After I got done explaining everything to him, and he told me to take it down a couple notches because I started getting to my normal self, which is excited and almost angry and kind of yelling, but I can't tell that my tone has changed. I literally can't hear it. I can't hear it. So this is, like I said, this is way back in the beginning, this is why I wear the headphones. Because right now, I can tell I'm yelling. Because I'm yelling in my own ear. So it, it, it allows me to draw my voice back. But I can't on a normal basis. So he thought I was getting angry. He's like, this, this is the first time I've seen you. And I'm like, look, I'm not mad at you. I'm explaining it. And I have a perforated eardrum. And I get a little excited. Plus, you are like the 70th person I've had to explain this to. I've had to explain this to. So I just get a little frustrated repeating myself over and over and over again to get the exact same result, right? If I felt like I was going to get a different result, I might explain it with a little bit more or a little bit less enthusiasm. But because I know I'm going to tell you this entire spiel, which takes about 10 minutes to go through, because it's two years worth of friggin' medical history, I know I'm going to get the same answer. I know you're going to look at it and you're going to tell me nothing, so I'm already irritated. But this guy had a camera, right? And he tells me he's going to numb my nose and this and that, but he doesn't want to numb it yet because, you know, uh, he doesn't want to change anything. And he, excuse me, he wants to see it uh, without the numbing cream first. And I was like, okay. So he sticks that, oh, excuse me, I got the hiccups now? Um, so he sticks it up my nose, right? And I can't see anything. It's over here and I'm up here. And, um, but it's not bothering me, the camera. He said it's, he said he pushed it up there seven centimeters. And I was like, wow, seven centimeters doesn't sound like much. And then he showed me the video and I was like, oh, Jesus Christ, seven centimeters is a long distance when it's in your face, you know? So, but he showed me the video, and this was the first time I got to see the inside of my nose ever. It was, I don't know, mesmerizing, shocking. I was like, what? And he's like, see, you got a little bit of blood. I was like, oh, my God, that's where the blood's coming from? I was like, this is so neat. Um, you know, so he was showing me, and he's like, this is where you said you felt it? And you asked me if I could hear it? And this is you doing it again and he's like see there's nothing there so we went over a few things they got me they, they want me to get this thing from amazon i put it over my nose and it sends vibrations and i breathe in with it and so we're gonna try that as soon as i can afford it it's like 70 bucks 65 bucks and i was like all right so i gotta get this then he sent me a script i don't know what that is i'm gonna have to look into that and then um, he told me that what happens is 
Um, and, I, and, and I'll get back to it, but he told me what happens is is most of the time after a surgery like this, nerve endings um, change, which nerve endings change with every surgery. Most people get pain. And he's like, I asked him, are you using the numbing cream? He's like, no, I took the whole video without it, and you showed minimal discomfort, but there's no reason to numb you. And I looked at him. I said, okay, but I'm not paying for that numbing cream because you took it out. You got ready like you were going to use it. I'm not paying for that. You're No, I'll pay for everything else you do, but I'm not paying for that numbing cream. And I'm sure it's not that much, but I don't care. Don't add it to my bill. I'm not paying for it. My insurance company shouldn't have to pay for it, and I shouldn't have to pay for it because you didn't use it. And I think we need to start doing that with our doctors. We do need to start pinpointing um, all the supplies in the room and take a look at what they're not using compared to what they are using and then get a detailed bill and look at what our insurance paid for and see if they're charging us for stuff that they're not even using. I'm going to start doing that now because everything's so outrageous that I need every penny back, all right? So I, I don't know. I started thinking about it. I figure maybe somebody out there might want that information as well. Yeah, Let's start thinking about this. Let's start picking them apart. You know, I don't want my insurance company paying for something that they blatantly told me they were not going to use. And I'm sure they've done it in the past, and I'm not saying that they're doing it right now, but there's no reason for us not to see what they're actually billing our insurance companies for, right? So that's what I'm going to start doing from now on. Um, and uh, so we get back to, he, he's telling me about the nerve endings and how people get pain. And I was like, oh, that's weird. He's like, I am going to be very honest with you. You are the very first person that I've ever uh, heard of. Do, I've, I've heard of this. You are the first person I've ever dealt with out of everybody that is having this feeling. And what he thinks is, is he thinks that my nerve endings are not changed for pain, but changed from like the feeling of the mucus moving on my skin is hitting that those nerves or that nerve and instead of getting the feeling of movement it gives me a feeling of something moving like almost like the nerve thinks it's like out here moving around but it's technically under the skin on the wall and it's giving me that type of a feeling. So this thing that I'm going to put over my face, the sinus something, and uh, uh, I could put a link in the description. That's not hard. Or I could just put the description in. The, I'll put something in the description. If you if maybe you're feeling this way, maybe you've had a... Uh, uh, septum repaired and you've got nerve ending. They're saying that this thing will will help because they're doing a lot of studies with sonic. So our skeletal system runs off of like vibrations. And so because of that, uh, monks humming or you humming, hum, hum. If you do that, you feel the vibration throughout your entire face. And he said what this thing could do is possibly vibrate 
the nerves into acting like they used to. This is all new science. I think he said within the last two years, they started really looking into this sonic uh, way of repairing nerve damage. I was blown away. It was, it was, I will have to say, I, I do, I am one of those people that likes going to the doctor in general, um, whether I get a good answer or a bad answer or no answer at all. Um, but I mean, just finding those things out today made my morning. Now the drive home sucked, but I learned some shit today. Our whole body is built off of like this vibration inside of us, our face, our muscles, our our nerves, and our skeletal system all run off of uh, vibration. And by adding vibration into your life or humming or something like that, that can uh, 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 supposedly, you know, uh, reset nerves, Help with all kinds of stuff. So look into it. Um, they call it it's something sonic. So, um, but I thought that was really really cool. Um, then I, you know, then I finally got home. Uh, you know, ten forty three, like I said earlier, and uh, talked to Tyler for a little bit, and here I am. You know, recording the podcast for all of you out there. Um, so that's that's my week. Uh, it was, it was really great. Um, you know, um, seeing her dad and everybody, um, is always fun. And now we got to go find time to hang out with my mom, my dad and my sister. So, oh boy, we just, this is what it's all about. And at least we're getting out of February, right? Now we're getting into March. Uh, that last snowstorm was absolutely brutal. I hated it. And I'm done with the snow now, uh, mentally, uh, physically, probably not because we can, we've had snow a couple days, maybe a week before, uh, my wedding anniversary, which is St. Patrick's day, uh, which I actually get to celebrate. And I kind of went over that in one of my podcasts where I thought I was German for like 35 years. So that was super fun to find out that I'm Scottish, Irish, uh, Western European, um, uh, fucking I got some Canadian, I got some Micmac Indian, not enough to get paid though, um, but I got all kinds of shit in there, and I got a little Norwegian, so all kinds of uh, mixes in there that my dad had no idea about, so that's always fun to uh, to find out, but it is fun that I feel a little bit more connected to this holiday than just my wedding anniversary and stuff like that, but what I'm getting at is, is the snow is not over, right? We can get snow all the way up until Easter. And I know that's sad to hear, but let's be real. It's not even spring until March 21st. So we're getting there. We got 22 days left from today, 21 days left from today. So I'm excited. I'm pumped. You know, the sun's coming out more. The days are getting longer again, and I'm just getting excited to, uh, well, you know, get outside. Definitely not excited to rebuild my shed, rebuild my garage, or clean up the dog shit that's been piling for the last four months. Although, I did see that there is a, uh, <laughs> there's a poop scoop company. And I mean, I wish I had thought of it, but I wouldn't want to do the work. But for $12.99 a month, or maybe a week, $12.99 a week, I think. And uh, they will come to your house, 
and they will scoop up all your shit once a week, all your dog shit, and uh, they'll just do that every week for you. And I was like, what? I was like, man, if I ever make some extra money, hell yeah. Hell yeah, I'm paying $12.99 weekly to not have to ever clean up my dog shit again. Hell yeah, I'm doing that. Slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. That's slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. You're not sure how to spell that. It is right here at the bottom of the screen. That's right. Or you can click the link in the description below the video. I am fighting with this microphone right now, but that's okay. I will win. Um, so if you look at this shirt, look at it. It's amazing. Um, I got the picture on the back. This shirt is awesome. This is only one of the amazing items that you can get right here at Slowdown Clothing. They've got a brand new winter jacket that I cannot wait to get my hands on. they got brand new skateboards, uh, but they have so many more items. The socks, the hats, the leggings, the t-shirts, the beanies, uh, the gloves, the board shorts, the beach towels. All of that stuff is here at slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. And it's all amazing. It's all high quality. And everything that I have worn is just so comfortable. So comfortable on the skin, the, the, the fabric that they use. Um, and those colors and those prints last wash after wash after wash. If you want to get some high quality products at a great price, then go to slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. That's slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. You're not sure how to spell it. It's right here at the bottom of the screen, or you can click the link in the description below the video. New Hampshire Vape Gallery is located at 180 Lafayette Road, Seabrook, New Hampshire, down the street from Home Depot and next to Smoke Rings, where we're open seven days a week from 1030 to 8 p.m., Give us a call, 603-814-4171. And I'm telling you, the people behind the counter, the guys at the gallery, we know what we're doing. We answer all the questions. We've got all the new devices. We know all the coils. We have got a lot of knowledge behind our counters. And that is something a lot of vape shops cannot say. Uh, but we've also got stuff like this, brand new. G-Priv 80, amazing. We've also got the Nord 4. This thing is just awesome, and I keep going the wrong way. I mean, it's just, it's just amazing. Uh, these devices are getting better. The battery life is getting longer, and they're getting closer to hitting like a box mod. Um, but we've also got your menthols, your flavored juices, your flavored juices with menthols. Uh, so many more disposables uh, keep coming out all the time. Escobar up in their flavors, Hyde up in their devices, up in their rechargeables, up in everything. I mean, everything is got, I mean, so many flavors now in disposables. So if you are looking for something or you have a question about something and you just can't get it answered, come into New Hampshire Vape Gallery located at 180 Lafayette Road, Seabrook, New Hampshire, down the street from Home Depot and next to Smoke Rings, where we're open seven days a week from 1030 
to 8 p.m. And you give us a call, 603-814-4171. We'll still answer your questions. And maybe you're just looking for something that's in out of stock, in stock. Maybe you just want to know if we got it. Give us a call. The guys at the gallery are here to help you with all of your vaping needs. And I look forward to seeing you there. NaturalBossNH.com. That's N-A-T-U-R-A-L-B-O-S-S-N-H.com. I love this website. It's amazing. They've got all the organic uh, products that I use um, every day. You know, the beard oil is amazing. Makes it feel nice and soft and smooth and gives it a nice scent, which is great. The foot and body soak is great for melting those stressful days away. Uh, The lip balm and the body balm are great for dry, cracking skin. The salve helps repair your skin and get it ready for the body balm to keep moisture in it. And then they still have uh, Feeling Rosy Foot and Bath Soak. So they got those still on sale for 6 bucks. So why not get them while supplies last? Yes, but you can only get this here at naturalbossnh.com. That's N-A-T-U-R-A-L-B-O-S-S-N-H.com. Buy one or all six of these products today. And now, are we going back into the episode? Let's get into a few things, shall we? I've got a couple things. I want to start out with this. There is, it, it's, it's current eventy, but it's not. Um, so, uh, blackouts, right? Anybody out there drinking? You blacking out? You forgetting what you did? Are you for? Are you just forgetting the entire night? Waking up in the morning, going, "What the hell just happened?" Or I don't remember this. Or someone tells you a crazy story, and you're like, "That really? I I did that." Well, I will tell you this much: there is. Uh, so I, I, I went through and I grabbed a couple of video. It's a compilation video and it's about people just being black out drunk. All right. Um, you know, this is where I believe a lot of the problems, uh, start, um, with most of us who, have uh, addiction problems um, or uh, alcoholic problems, right? Um, if we're alcoholics and we black out like every night, um, I got to that point, right? I was just blacking out all the time. I would just drink to excess. There was no having one. It was uh, one, uh, what was it? Uh, one is too little, 100 is not enough. Something like that, you know, so it's never enough. Got to keep going, going, going. And then I would do crazy shit. I will be very honest with you. If there were any video recording capabilities when my events were going down, it would have been a nightmare for me. So uh, a couple of my blackouts that I've uh, uh, woken up from, um, you know, usually had to deal with me. Um, freaking out on uh, my girlfriend at the time, um, saying mean, hurtful things um, because I always felt like I was being attacked. So I would always attack back. Um, my family background is a lot of yelling uh, for communication. 
lot of yelling, a lot of screaming when I was a teenager, when I was a kid, when I was a young adult. Um, and I don't blame them for that. My dad was a little short fused for sure. Um, but I didn't help him. You know, I was always in trouble, always getting arrested, always crashing cars, always drunk, always fucked up. But yeah, I was, I was blackout drunk. I, I beat up a Pontiac Grand Am. Um, I got scar on my friggin' pinky from it. You know, cut the thing wide open on a taillight. I blew out its transmission. If anybody could have seen that on video, it would have been just madness. Um, let's see. How many other times? Oh, uh, how about, uh, I don't know, the times that I was blacked out drunk walking around Concord, uh, just causing a menace. How about blacked out drunk firing off my gun? How about blacked out drunk uh, uh, causing fights or stealing my friend's car that uh, was a standard and I wasn't very good at driving it, but I still stole it, drove to a sandwich shop, got a sandwich, and drove back to the fucking pool hall that we were hanging out at, and he was not very happy. How about the time that I blacked out at my, uh, uh, there's a party that you have before you get married, um, and, and all the families there and stuff, and, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, just blacked out, uh, blacked out so bad that her, my wife's friend had to drag me up the stairs of my apartment in Penacook, uh, I mean, in Merrimack. Um, when, when we got back from that, you know, she slammed my head in the door because I was stupid enough to put it there, you know, cause I was just being an immature child. This is what I'm talking about. If anybody could see those videos, one, I'd probably be super embarrassed. Um, I, I, I would, it would bring back all those memories and make me, uh, you know, just self-loathe. Uh, and, and hate myself for doing those things in the first place. But, but it also, you know, um, would probably get tons of views because a lot of these things do get views. But I'm not showing these videos uh, to make fun. I'm showing these because I believe it's a great way to see the escalation of where it can go. Um, and if you're on this path, it's a bad path to be on. All right. Uh, let's put this up on the monitor here. <laughs> See, and a lot of them uh, start out kind of funny. Oh, Sambucas. She does not need any more. Oh, my God. She's not even at the bar. Oh, hey, I've been here. I've definitely been here. Not on the subway. And these ones aren't even that bad. These are just kind of silly. And I think this is it. That's actually... But look at this guy. Yep, he's trying to control himself. He's got it. He's got it. He doesn't have it. I like how that guy apologized for it. Look at the weebles and the wobbles. Oh, he's still going. Still going. Oh, my God. He is. Yeah, buddy. Boom. And I'm not going to lie. I've been there. I've been there. I've done that. And uh, so all of this uh, uh, comes up because of, well, John Jones. All right. 
So John Jones' arrest video in Las Vegas uh, popped up recently. A lot of people have been um, uh, 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 talking about this. So this is a little bit long, so I'm going to have to fast forward through some of it to try and get to the part that I was talking about. But what I'm trying to say is, is that if you are at this point, you, you need help. And this is, like I said, I'm not digging at John Jones. Um, I'm hoping um, that he gets all the help he needs. I'm not happy that his wife left him, but considering the facts, what the kids said, what the police report said, it seems like that would be the better choice for her and her son and his son, right? So, or, or his kids. I think it's a good thing that... They, they made that decision because the escalation only gets worse. It doesn't get better if you don't get help. That's a thing. Uh, 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 an addict's mind, we will tell ourselves that we can handle this. That will never happen again. I promise. No, no, no. I got everything's under control now because we're sober now, right? And I'm not talking about my sobriety from alcohol. I'm talking about. 24 hours separated from alcohol because you had a bad night of drinking, and now all of a sudden your brain's like, don't worry, we got this. That's what I'm talking about. And that's possible because uh, we haven't heard anything about him getting help for this. Now, these unfortunate uh, circumstances is fortunately giving him some of the repercussions and discipline that we all felt he should have been getting from everybody else, right? I mean, I've heard of people saying that he should be cut from UFC and all these other things should be done to discipline him, to show him that this is not acceptable by anybody, and it took his wife leaving him and taking the kid or the kids uh, to really show him um, that maybe, hey, you, you've got a problem, right? So maybe this is what he needs to get himself in a better place. Now, I don't know his personal life. I don't know anything about him. All I do know is, is that this is an indication of a really bad, severe uh, alcoholism, and he needs help, and... Um, you know, if it took his uh, wife and kids leaving him to figure that out, at least he will figure it out. Now, if he doesn't figure it out and his brain's still telling him that we've got this, everything's good, um, you know, it'll just keep continuing, unfortunately, the next person um, and the next person and the next person and the next person because that's what I did with my addiction. I would, I would move to... I would move on to people that never hung out with me. I would alienate myself from all the people that knew me. I would go hang out with said people that didn't know me, and then I'd be able to drink again. So we will do whatever it takes to keep it going. And I know I've been talking about this for a couple of weeks, but I just think it's so important to realize how, how quickly this can escalate, 
how you just bring it from one to the next. To the, it never really goes away. It always comes back, even if you've suppressed it for a little bit. You know, if you want it to go away, you got to put in the work. All right, so let's check out this video since I've been talking on this little teeny tiny screen. Yeah, see, this is about five minutes. It's just, it, it's so sad. You nerd. I hate you so much. Thank you. I, I have, I have been here. I have been here and I have said these things to police officers and I have beaten up vehicles, um, kicked them, punched them, not a cop vehicle. So this, I'm sure there's going to be a charge for, um, damaging, you know, I, this guy, uh, knocks people out. So I'm sure his head is uh, very hard, and I'm sure he left a dent in the car. And we haven't gotten there yet. But I've been here. I've done this. I've cried to the police officers. I've, I've, I just, it brought back so many of those horrible memories that I suppressed. And I'm glad it did because it made me look at them uh, recently um, over the last week. Um, and a half now, the last week and a half, yeah. Um, so it's, it's, I've just been here. My whole fight name, what's your name? Put it on don't camera. Like don't touch me, right? Please don't hurt me. Get the phone out of your way. Sir, yes, sir. You're a nerd. Calm down. On my Hall of Fame night. Say your name publicly. Say it. Garrett, what? Officer Officer Nerd. Calm down, bro. Hurt me in my Hall of Fame night, just because sure. I'm big and black. And what did I do? All these officers, what did I do? He doesn't even know what he did. He doesn't even know what he did. Oh, my God. So bad. God, these memories that come flooding back to me. Ugh. Officer Garrett Nerd, you heard me. On my Hall of Fame night, just I came from my Hall of Fame ceremony, and I'm black, and I have my friends, and I had did nothing to you. And I'm like, it was at a ceremony for the Hall of Fame person. I'm not gonna answer your questions no more. You and kill me. What did I do? Thank you. Am I Hulk? A black man can't drink. <laughs> Getting elected to the Hall of Fame, and now this is what I got. Okay, he's, sw he's swearing. So. Relax. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. 
Jesus Christ, man. You have anything in your pockets, man? What did I do? Oh, what did I do? Here we go. We're getting close. stop the video here i'm gonna stop the video here um just because this is this is when they put him in the um they put him in the car um and they arrest him and he doesn't really do much of anything else except for um kind of yell and scream um through the glass and um stuff like that but um i mean this is just it's it's not funny it's sad it's it's just very sad because what Excuse me. What I see here is, is I see myself. I see where I was with my drinking. And all I see is a person just, he's, he's, he's asking for help without asking for help. Right? I mean, he doesn't even know why the cops are there. The cops are there because you hit your wife and the kids were saying I don't want my daddy back in the room so when I hear all of these things you read the police report you hear the uh, the 911 call you put all these pieces together and then you see this video that was released I just see somebody who needs some serious help and I hope he gets it. I hope that he does get it. Um, I know he's going to be fighting again. Everybody's talking about whether or not he's going to be able to um, accomplish the fight and win. Um, I mean, I don't see him having a problem doing that. Um, but his life now has completely changed. Um, and I'm hoping that he gets the help that he needs um, but if you are somebody who watched this for that couple moments that I had it on and you see yourself in this video, that's a problem. All right. And that's a problem that you need to recognize and you need to fucking get behind it and fix it before it gets to this point. All right. I don't want to see anybody go through this. I went through this and I did it multiple times. It wasn't once. It wasn't twice. It was four or five different times that I was arrested for being completely fucking intoxicated in front of so many people and doing the wrong thing. And then when I'm sober and I'm out of the pen and I'm out and I'm out and about again, I just treated it like it was a hiccup. Don't worry, I got it. And then it would happen again. And then court ordered, you need to be sober. You got to do this. Community service, jail time, whatever it happens to be. Um, but this just made me think about all the times that I got blackout drunk, fucked a whole bunch of shit up, and then was like, I don't even know what the problem is here, people. What's your problem? I don't get it. What's wrong? Everything's fine. And it's not fine. Because all the people that are not fucked up like you are remember every moment of it and they were not having a good time, you know. So I just feel really bad for John Jones. I hope that he does 
um, get the help that he needs. And maybe, you know, if he gets the help that he needs, maybe he can put his uh, life together uh, again with his wife and his kids and mend all that. It's going to take time, though. It's not going to happen overnight. And I just hope that that's something else um, that he realizes. So if you want to watch this video in its entirety, I, I will put the link in the description uh, under the video, okay? All right. So, anyways, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. So, Ukraine, okay? The Ukraine is being invaded by Russia. I think all of us are on the same page that this went uh, way further than anticipated. Um, I don't know if anybody else out there, but I was so sick of listening to our news. And everything else, because we've been fed so much misinformation over the last two years, uh, for the most part, uh, between all news places, uh, news organizations, um, that I did not believe that Russia was going to invade. I thought it was, um, you know, CNN and NBC, um, all of them. I thought they were all just trying to get clicks. I really did. I really, really did, and I am feeling shameful about that. Um, and and you know what? They did it on breaking points, too. They were saying that this is just our, our news corporations blowing it way out of proportion, and then they had to come back and apologize for that. But I was on the same page. I really did not see this going to where it is today. Um, but it's it's here, and it's something we all have to deal with now, Okay. And we should feel lucky at this very moment in time, all right? I do not know what is going to come of this by Thursday. I'm sure it's going to change pretty drastically as of right now. There was some communications going on between Ukraine and Russia, and then they were both going back to their capitals to discuss what they talked about, but yet none of the, uh, there was no ceasefire or anything, but they're asking for a ceasefire right now. Um, it seems like uh, Ukraine is pushing back pretty heavily. Um, but, of course, you also have to remember that the numbers that they are releasing could be skewed to favor them to uh, hopefully get Russia to back down. Because if we tell them they're losing X amount of troops every day or whatever, um, then they'll be like, ooh, well, if we lose this many every day, we'll be at this number by this time, and we can't afford to lose that many people, so maybe we should just stop. You know what I mean? So it's all tactics to get it to stop. But then Putin decides to put nuclear on red alert, okay? And this is something we all need to worry about. Russia has over 500 nukes, okay? We should be worried about that. Now, do I think it's going to happen? I don't know what to think, okay? I didn't think Putin was going to invade. Then, I didn't think Putin or the Russians would attack civil uh, uh, civilians, and that's all happening. Um, this guy... According to somebody else, and I'm not sure if it was Russian intelligence or what, um, but they're saying that he is not the Putin uh, from 2008. This Putin of 2022 is a little unhinged. 
And I'm putting it in my own words because I can't remember the article words, and that's fine. Um, but it doesn't seem like Putin's all there. Is basic gist of what um, was said. And it's not what I understood. It's what was said. And uh, that blew my mind because that means we're dealing with somebody where we don't know what he's capable of, which is so scary at this moment in time. And how nobody in the Ukraine at the age of 18 to 64, you are given a helmet, a Kevlar, and a gun. Right now, you're not allowed to leave the country. You are fighting for the country. And I don't think it would fly in America today because I don't believe that half of the people from 18 to 27 get out of the house that much anymore. I'm sure there's plenty of you. I'm not saying all of you, but you got to be real with me. A majority of that age bracket are sitting at home playing video games, not doing much of anything. You're on Twitch, you're on this, you're on but you're always plugged in. You're always doing something and you're not really getting a lot of vitamin D is what I'm saying. You're not getting out a lot, right? And I'm not saying that this is the same across the board. I'm just it, I am generalizing, all right? I know this is a blanket statement. I get that. So if you want to hold me to it, that's fine. I don't care. But what I'm saying is uh, what I said was, is you can't just, one, we're going to have to pull them out of the house because they're going to stay inside the house. They're not going to come out. They're scared, right? And then you're going to, I swear, you would put a, a helmet and Kevlar on them and hand them a gun, and because they have no core strength, they would just fold. They'd be like, oh, this is so heavy. You know, they've never lifted, lifted more than a remote control. And... uh He's like, no way, man. I'm telling you, those, 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 the, the guys playing the gun games and this, yeah, they'd be able to pull it off. And I was like, what? I, I don't think you, you think that holding a remote, pressing a button, and watching a gun fire on a screen is the same as you holding, uh, what, what are they, 16, 20 pounds a gun, and then you got. 15, 20 pounds of Kevlar on. So now you just added 40 pounds to yourself. And now you have recoil. Um, you have fire coming out of the tip of that gun. Uh, you got to reload it. And then you have to be able to aim, shoot, and kill another human being. How many people in the U.S. are actually capable and willing to do it today not when i was a kid today i'm telling you there's absolute i i did not argue i i said my point i listened to his i rebuttaled with uh it's not it, it, no i don't believe that i do not believe that somebody playing counter strike is going to be able to go out there and kill somebody attacking us on our homeland. Um, but I guess it really won't matter if Putin presses the button. Because if he wants to do this, there's nothing really stopping him. All right? This is, like, 
Yeah, sure. You could argue, well, he's got to go through chain of command and he's got to go through and deliberate. No, none of that is going to happen. Why? Because he's Putin. He doesn't live in a democracy. So if he wants to walk into uh, his palace or whatever the equivalent to White House is, he walks to walk in there, and he could literally just shoot his chief of staff in the face and walk up to the button and press it. He could take out his highest military person. Like, I'm sure the people behind Putin, if he was like, nope, everybody in this room won't let me press the button, nobody in this room leaves. And then he walks out of the room, and his fucking goons take everybody out, and then he presses the button. I mean, there is no stopping a madman, all right? And from everything I've been listening to and reading, that is possibly the case that we have right now. So, nothing against you playing Counter-Strike. I don't give a shit if you don't want to come out of your house and kill people that are invading our land. I'm not saying that you have to. What I'm saying is, I don't think you would be uh, willing to do it on your own, nor do you, do, do, you, uh, do you have the capability of firing that firearm and hitting your target um, without the surprise of everything that else that comes with firing a gun. And if you've fired a gun, you're laughing right now because you know it's true. You do. I know it's true. All right? So I thought that was just so such a funny argument to have. Um, but this is this is what I think this is crazy. I really, really, really am worried um, that this could escalate to a point where we can't come back from um, because that would be um, the natural thing to happen, um, especially with all the sanctions and everything else. This is forcing him into a corner. If um, if Ukraine is doing as good as they say they are, and they are holding him off, that is also putting him into a corner. So um, I, I, I think there's only two ways we get involved with this war. Uh, one would be if a NATO uh, person was helping injured and got killed. Um, that would bring us in. And if he presses that button, um, you know, uh, we can only stop so many from hitting us where they have over 500, if he was to launch 25 at once, our defenses cannot fight all 25 of those off. I don't know what our defenses can actually fight off. My guess is about five to six. I really do have confidence in our military, especially with the amount of money we've dumped into it over the course of hundreds of years, hundred years. Um, I really do believe we would probably have realistic capability of keeping five to six uh, nuclear missiles off of our land. Be able to kill them in the air and it'd be over. But if he was to launch 25, you got 19 unaccounted missiles. I mean, it's over. It's absolutely over. Podcasts don't matter. Bills don't, nothing matters at that point. So I don't agree uh, with pushing more sanctions. I don't agree with uh, 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 getting involved 
with the Ukraine or backing them up or putting boots on the ground at this moment in time. Right now, I'm hoping they can talk. They can come to something. Come to something. I mean, I don't know how the fuck you come back from this already. You, you've blown up so much and killed so many civilians that, like, you've left a, a horrible mark on Russia um, in the eyes of the entire world right now. And it's like we're barely out of COVID, and now we're preparing for World War III. Um, so if, if you're not nervous about this, you should be. I'm telling you right now, you should be. This is not a joke. This is not uh, uh, a movie. This is real fucking life. This is happening, and we are going to uh, remember this. Um, this is a horrible, horrible time uh, right now, and it's not going to look good um, uh, in, in the history books. It's not. And I don't know what this is going to do to Russia in, in, in the overall ending, like when this finally comes to a conclusion um, and say we are uh, still here, which I'm hoping. Oh, man, it's a crazy, crazy world, right? Crazy world. COVID for two years and now Russia. What the fuck, people? Oh, man. So, but I think we just need to be real sometimes. Um, you know, uh, addiction is so real and it never, it, the person that is having the problem is not the one that's going to see it. So if you see your friends going down this dark hole that we talked about today, help them. See if you can help them. See if they will listen to you. Um, and if they don't want to listen, well, then... You know, I don't know what to do at that point because most of the time if we don't want to take care of ourselves, then it's really out of your hands. Um, but be there for them. If I, I will be honest with you. Yeah, I got, I got family. Um, I, have, I, have, I have my wife. I've got, I've got those things um, that helped me through a lot of these things. But I have one friend that never, ever gave up on me. Never. Even when I lied to him multiple times, when I blew him off hundreds of times, he was always there for me and always told me, stop drinking. You got to stop drinking. So he was one of those people that I was closet drinking around. He was one of those people that I was making sure that after I would have to wait until after I saw him and then I would go home and drink. He never stopped telling me what I needed to do. He never stopped believing that the person that you see today, right here in front of you on this podcast, is the person he knew I could always be. Um, so if it wasn't for him and all of my family, I wouldn't be where I am today. But on the other hand, it wasn't until I finally realized that I had so much to lose that I needed to stop drinking. So even with all the pushing and all the help and all the everything, still took me to give it up. But guess what? He never, ever, ever stopped telling me that. So be that friend. Be that friend, okay? Um, and hopefully one day your friend will turn around and clean their, uh, clean their act up, right? So... All right, well, 
That's the podcast today. We're finishing out episode 100. Oh, man, this is so crazy. It's wild, and I'm loving it, loving every moment of it. Um, But, yeah, so I just want to say thank you again to all my subscribers out there. I greatly appreciate all of you. Uh, Keep sharing, rating, reviewing, leave comments, reviews. All of that stuff pushes this out to the people. It makes it bigger, and I need your help to do that. If you're new to the podcast, remember to subscribe. Um, It really helps the channel. And it keeps me coming back here week after week. It's free for you to do. So why not do it, right? Um, And then if you want to follow me, I'm on Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, and Facebook. Uh, I'm on there every week, almost all week, trying to give some extra content. Uh, That's Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, and Facebook. And uh, email, talkingwithtofer, T-A-L-K-I-N, with Topher at gmail.com. You want a chance to win this, get this shirt? You want this shirt? I got another one. I got yeah, I got stuff for all of you. If you want to tell your story, put slow down in the subject line and send it on over to T-A-L-K-I-N with Topher at gmail.com and get your free slow down merch and share your story uh, here on Talking with Topher. All right. Um, so I just hope everybody out there enjoys their Thursday. I hope you have a great weekend. It's supposed to warm up. Woo, that's so exciting to say. And as always, I will talk to you later. I'll talk to you later.